0: Thank you for downloading this episode of Short Play Podcast. In our podcast, we take short plays, usually 10 to 15 minutes, and convert them to audio format. Tonight's Short Play Podcast is entitled, Thugs in a Pub, a comedy by Alexander Speer. Our play begins in a pub. Enjoy the show. Now, I'm not a
1: bad man, am I, Willard? No, sir. Don't call me sir. I work for my money now to the business at hand. Look, Billy, I, I know I'm know two payments late. Late? You're insulting an honest businessman. I know that. I,
2: I could explain it if you'll just give me a chance. And this isn't the first time, is it? It's just I, I've had a few problems. You, you see, the wife has been sick am, am I right and
1: my right knee doesn't want to work. Are you seeing a cascade of tears here?
2: Nope, no, sir. And you won't in this lifetime? If I could just get another week, uh, I, I got a street
1: going at the tables. Let me analyze the situation. You took the money I extorted from other people, and you won't pay it back. Is this correct? My wife has been in bed in my knee. Do I care about your wife? Or your sad knee?
2: No, I, I don't think you do.
1: You're going to have me beaten again. And the thing is, I was only charging 20% a week in interest. I, I try to be fair, I'm not that cruel. I know that. But this time, we may be past the point of no return. My patience is flowing down the sewer like bad beer.
2: I- I'm getting back on my feet. My-, my wife will be back to work in a week or two.
1: Willard, you're narrating your sad life to a man who has been known to kick puppies.
3: Hey, uh, you sent for me, Billy?
1: I got a situation here, Harry.
3: <laughs> this guy the situation? It is. Didn't I beat this one a week or two ago? You did. <laughs> Does he need another slap? He may
1: be needing a good one this time.
3: Oh, I'm your man, Billy. I can do him real nice. Do you have burial insurance? I can't even pay to put the heat on. Oh, come on, Billy. Let's get this done. I've had no action this entire week. Let me go. I talked to Lydia. You did what? What did he say? I talked
1: to Lydia. You talked to my wife. I cannot believe this.
3: Oh, this is not good. If Lydia's in on this transaction, I've got to get as far out of town as I can get.
2: She informed me what with the wife all laid up in bed that arrangements could be made. Arrangements? This is serious. Tell me
1: precisely what she said.
2: A man with a laid up wife would not have his throat cut
3: until his wife could return to work.
1: Is that her words?
3: Her exact words. We can't cross your wife, Billy. It's not safe.
1: I know that, you idiot.
3: <laughs> she blew in my front door, Billy, and I i just painted it. She, she said I annoyed her.
1: A lot of people annoy her.
3: Well, and they usually end up in a large hospital. I know, because I was one of them.
1: You need to man it up, Harry.
3: Then why are you shaking? I'm not. You're shaking like a leaf. did Did you annoy her?
1: I forgot to take out the garbage this morning.
3: What happened?
1: She said maybe a body part belonging to me should go missing. I'm sure she didn't mean anything by it.
3: Well, then why are you crying, a word? Shut up, you twit. Men are talking. What body part?
1: Does it matter? I like all of them.
3: Well, it, if it's your tongue, we might have to end our business arrangements. Is
1: that a fact?
3: Well, I can't crush our clients to a pulp without an oral commitment from you.
1: I appreciate that. You're always a man for regulations. <laughs> Thank you. But should my wife rip my tongue out, we will continue our business arrangements with the written word. C- could I say a word? Keep your trap sealed if you know what's what.
3: Billy, can I just give this pathetic side a quick bash and Lydia will never know?
1: Are you mad? These walls have ears and it might get back to her. We could both be in for it. That's
3: why you're the boss.
1: Never, ever mention her name out loud again.
3: I will always depend on you for guidance.
1: Crossing Lydia is a life-changing experience. Don't you hate having a wife with her own crew of thugs? It's feminism, Harry. Cruel feminism that's done in traditional thuggery. She demanded her own gang. What could I do? We must go with the times. Or end up dead. Point well taken. Might I have a way? You've made a dangerous maneuver, Willard. I swear I didn't know your wife was a stone killer. Don't speak of the lady I married in such tones.
2: But now you know. May I say, I admire her deep understanding of the human condition. She's a lady who sets the standard for business transactions. Impeccable taste in every respect.
3: This loon needs to float face down in the
2: nearest
1: river. You're putting yourself in a tight spot, Willard.
2: Yeah, and when I see her today, I'll inform her of your lack of devotion.
3: What? Uh, no, No, don't be rash here. Billy, if he speaks to Lydia, it can take a time for the voice for us if you get my drift. And your lack of tolerance for the modern woman. Hang on. Let a
1: professional handle this. Look, Willard, we've done good business together over the years, haven't we? Except for the beatings. Now, let's not dwell on the past. Well, I'm still sore. But you've healed nicely. I got scars all over my body. And I've got a wife problem, so we're even. No, we're not. I feel
2: I must tell Lydia all the cruelties I have endured these many years of banking with
1: you. Listen, Willard, you're not thinking correctly.
3: Yeah, you could get the two of us put in a hospital for an extended stay. Willard, surely you wouldn't want that. I think it might clear the air. Clear the air? I'll clear the knot you've got between your ears.
1: Now, Harry, though a good smacking would be more than deserved, we must not think of ourselves at this tender moment. Why not? We must maintain our impeccable standard for customer service. The British Empire requires it.
3: Oh. So it's our patriotic duty to not see him float face down in the nearest river.
1: You summed it up magnificently.
3: Thank God I've got you to point out my duty. Now, Willard, we want
1: this to end well. We're going to forgive your debt and give you something extra to leave town on. Here, take a few pounds. And you'll leave in today. And we want you to get as far from my wife as you can possibly get. This is a humanitarian issue. It is. You don't want to see two honest gentlemen of the highest standard have their arms broken, do you?
3: I mean, if it's you two, I wouldn't mind. I'm going to overlook your terrifying comments. Billy and I wish to see you on your way. Today. Now. This very second.
2: What if I sneak in a visit to Lydia? Our religion
1: would require us to turn you into sausage. More money would guarantee a visit to Greece. Here's all I have in my pockets. Would that visit start today?
2: It would. Your, uh, wallets and jewelry would speed things up, though.
1: Here, take my watch.
2: All right, here, take it. Could you step it up, though?
1: Why? My wife had a miracle
2: cure and is waiting for me on Santorini. I got a plane to catch.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's presentation of... Thugs in a Pub, a comedy by Alexander Spear, directed by Marty Matfis, acted by Adam Johnson, Warren Post, and Doug Hawley. Supported by La chat Noir a Black Box Theater in Augusta, Georgia. Do you have a play that you think would be suitable for a short play podcast? Send it to ShortPlayPodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Paige Blackcloud for the artwork for Short Play Podcast. And we'd like to thank Brittany Nicole Westman for this beautiful flute music.